Hi, my name is Janelle Bailey. I've been attending Grace City for about four years now. I'm Noelle. I'm Brian Bailey Hawkins. And today we have the, oh my God, such an honor to be able to come to you just to give you a glimpse of what it's been like to be in awe of our Lord and Savior. Um, around this time last year, things were happening. We had no idea things were happening, but God knew things were happening. And he already had a plan in motion. Around this time last year, some things happened with my daughter and um, we were not prepared for the journey. But God being as wonderful as he is and just ready to step in and knowing exactly what we needed, he brought our great city family to our doorstep December 31st because he knew, he knew in his infinite wisdom that this year was going to be a tough one for us. And he knew that we needed the support even before we even knew what was laying ahead of us. And in that time, uh, things became a lot clearer to us and what we were dealing with. And when I tell you, if we did not have so many as Pastor Bob would refer to um, as a I saw Jesus one moment, we've had an abundance of that. We have been honored to see God's word, his love, his mercy, his grace, his blessings extend barriers of race, religion, financial background, just all over. We have had people show up and show out. We have had people pray for us, for my daughter, people that we don't even know. Grace City prides themselves on being a church for reconciliation. And there's been so much that has happened in the world and in our city when it comes to barriers. But I sit here with two of my family members right now letting you know that God is moving. God is moving. His word, his love, it is just... It's, it's working. It is working. No matter where you are in your walk with God, keep doing it. Know that he loves you. He is a father of second chances. He hears your prayers spoken and unspoken. And we can sit here today and tell you that we are in awe of him every day. He is a wonder. He is powerful. Noel, you refer to him as what? He's the God of what? Second chances. That's right. He's a provider. And we know he is a healer. He can heal heart, mind, body, and soul. We are so grateful. And we thank him every single day. Give him the opportunity to come into your life, and I will guarantee you, you will stand in wonder of him as well. Have a wonderful holiday. Readings from Matthew 1 and Luke 2. She will give birth to the son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. The, the Word of the, the Lord. Lord. Okay.
Happy holidays, Grace City. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Hi, Grace City kids. I'm so happy to spend Christmas Eve with you. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever wished your friends would call you by another name? Maybe you wish you were called Wonder Woman or Captain America or Batman or what my friends call me, Dr. Strange. Did you know that Jesus was known by many other names like Emmanuel or Messiah or what else? Christ and in Isaiah 9, 6 says, he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. How cool is that, that Jesus was known by so many other names? The best part is that each name shows a totally different side of Jesus. Jesus is there for us in ways that we want him to be, and sometimes he's there for us in ways that we don't quite realize. How wonderful is that? When I'm sad and I need someone to listen, I call on Jesus by praying, Jesus, wonderful counselor, I need your guidance and listening here. As our wonderful counselor, I trust that he knows what I'm going through and leads me in the right direction. This Christmas night, right before you go to bed, just think of all of the amazing names you can call Jesus and tell him what he means to you. Let's pray. Jesus, Savior, Creator, our Lord. We thank you for this Christmas and for sending Jesus to be born. We ask that you reveal to us all the wonderful names and characteristics of Jesus, and that we may get to know each and every one of these personally. In Jesus' name I pray.
You know, Grace City, what makes a name important is that it gives others a way to identify us. When God created man and woman, he identified them as Adam and Eve. In the Old and New Testament, we find people identified with names, but names is also the way we identify our God. What makes names wondrous is when the name of an individual matches the character of that individual. Names has been to connect with our parents. You know, uh, if your name is Peterson, it's the you're the son of Peter or James, the son of James or Edison. You're the son of Ed. We connect names with parents, but we also connect names with condition. You know, Jesus himself uh, in the Bible, they would connect people's names with condition. The demonic man, the woman with the issue of blood, the impotent man, the blind man. They were connected to a condition and they did the same thing with Jesus. They would connect his name with a condition. He was identified as Joseph's son. He was identified as Mary's son. He was identified as Parpenter's son, identified as a teacher identified as a prophet he was identified as the son of man but what makes a name wondrous is when you connect that it's not the parent connected to a parent it's not connecting to a condition but it is to connect it to God's character in this advent season we're looking at the wonder of his name the character of our God that is found in his name the name that speaks who he is that is the wonder of his name God's name Name speaks to his character. Can I talk about his character? His name is Jehovah Jireh and he's the God. His character is he will provide. His name is Jehovah Rapha and his character is he will heal. His name is Jehovah Nisi but his character is he is our banner. His name is Jehovah Roha but his character is he's my shepherd. His name is Jehovah Tekishanu but the character is Lord you are my righteousness his name is Jehovah Shammah but he is the Lord that will always be there both Old and New Testament speaks of the wonder in his name. When we connect God's name to his character, it changes lives. Moses' life was changed forever because he got the chance to connect his name with his character. He wanted to know who God was and he said, tell him I am that I am. Oh, he's not the only one even in the New Testament. Peter's name, his life was changed forever because the question was asked who do they say that I am and he connected his name to his character and guess what Moses and Peter lives were changed forever but guess what Grace City on this Christmas your life could change forever if you connect his name 
to his character. Why? Because there is wonder in his name. Thank you so much for that introduction. It's so great to be with you all at home on Christmas Eve. The wonder of his name. Now, you heard the scripture read earlier uh, from Isaiah. And, you know, I want to say Merry Christmas. And these, name, these foreshadowed names that Isaiah writes, we celebrate them, don't we, as stunning descriptions of our Savior. We sing about them. Who can forget the stunning um, singing uh, from, from Handel's Messiah when we get to that point? For the government will be on his shoulders and his name will be called all those things that we're coming into. We sing about them. We write poetry about them. But tonight, Grace City, as Corey alluded to, these names fit for you and me precisely because, the, because this child that we ascribe these names to, this child still changes lives. It's Christmas Eve, Grace City, but only for a flash. Tomorrow, God ventures into it. An, an infant in a broken and violent world. God with us, light in the darkness. And this child changes us, Grace City. This child changes our passions, our goals, our relationships. This child changes how we think. This child changes how we live. Even bigger, this child changes how the world works. Right, Corey? I mean, hard fact. When this child was born, the course of history changed. Art, music, literature, cultural culture, political institutions. It's impossible to conceive how differently world history would have played out if this child had never been born. And of course, we know children do this by their very nature. They take over. But before the arrival of our firstborn, uh, Sue and I were unconstrained. It was just the two of us. So if we wanted to go to dinner, we went out to dinner. If we wanted to go to a movie, we went to a movie. Uh, if it was last minute, it was fine because we didn't have to think about the impact of a last minute decision. But when our baby daughter arrived, she literally gained control over our entire world. Before we could do anything else, we had to think about, what about the baby? What will happen to the baby? So no more spontaneous outings. We were awake when the baby was awake. And we slept only when the baby slept. From the moment of her birth, she began to control our lives. And then we had a second one who did exactly the same thing. Then we had a third one who did exactly the same thing. When they arrive, they take over. And I think of this tonight on this Christmas Eve on behalf of the world when I read again the names that Isaiah wrote. He begins, for unto us a child is born, a son is given, and the government and church so much else will be upon his shoulders and he'll be called so many things. You just heard this whole list of names that Corey gave us. And he'll be called these names for his lifetime and long after. But listen to these from Isaiah. Wonderful counselor we begin with. Does anyone fill that role in our lives better than Jesus? He unveils to us secrets about ourselves, counsels us how to face the heartaches and troubles of a world that would otherwise conquer us. Then they call it, Isaiah writes, Mighty God, this is unquestionably a divine title that can only describe our creator, creator God. He is the mighty one, able to accomplish far more than we could ever ask or imagine. And he's our everlasting father. And whether or not you have a positive experience with your own father, Here's the promise of a good, good father that all of us long for. It's a promise. And this, this, sometimes we miss this with this name, but it's not just, just father, but it's literally father of eternity. This is surely a reference to the fact that Jesus alone authors eternal life. Here it is. Jesus said it about himself in the first chapter of John. As many as believe in him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. And no one contests his final name here. Prince of Peace. 
Prince of Peace. Somehow this is the stickiest one for me tonight, Christmas Eve 2021. He stated himself, my peace I give to you as on the night before he died. Isaiah had it right then, didn't he? When he wrote of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. That phrase, Corey, captures the character of Jesus. Prince of Peace. Peace is the gift of God, and we wait for it, church. We, the waiting is never passive, though, right? We don't just wait. We act upon it. We follow him. Jesus, with skin on, into the broken world. Peacemakers, ambassadors of peace in his image. Now, the very absence of peace in our world, making things whole and, and right, has to do with the patience of God. Stay with me. Allowing us to use our freedom in his service. Char charging us to use our abundance to bless others. And modeling even for us to use our woundedness as instruments of healing for others. We are able to wait for peace even as we wage peace. Let me say that again. We're able to wait for peace even as we wage peace on behalf of the kingdom. Because we've tasted the peace in him. And for a follower of the Prince of Peace, something is already growing in us this evening, this Christmas Eve. It's a hunger and a thirst for a new world. We wait this Christmas Eve for the promise of peace. So we're in a time of transition on this side of heaven. We know this. So don't be discouraged, Grace City, if, if the world is not a very peaceful place. Don't give room for anxiety to take over the rule of your heart. Those who walked with God before us many, many Christmas Eves throughout the, the centuries that come before us, those who walked with God, they understood the harmony at the heart of the gospel. They too discerned that this child was the joy of human desiring. They too dreamed about a peace that the world could neither give nor take away, a gift revealed in the Advent season. Peace to you tonight, Grace City, in the year of our Lord, 2021. Peace. Grace City, remember, in this child and in the man he grew up to be, there is the power of God to bring light into our darkness, to make us whole, to give a new kind of life to anybody who would turn toward him in faith and hope for our community. So, Corey, isn't this what Matthew and, and Luke are trying to say as well? This is the only truth that matters. Tell us of the wonder of his name in the eyes of these witnesses. Love incarnate, love divine. Star and angels gave the sun. Bow to babe on bending knee. The Savior of humanity.
Bob, I appreciate the fact that 700 years before that he would be the prince of peace that would come into a chaotic world and bring peace. And here in our text in Matthew, Jesus comes into this world to a chaotic situation. Joseph is confused. He's in the darkest place in his life. His fiance, who he loved, is now pregnant. And in my Jerry Springer voice, he is not the daddy. But Joseph then gets a word from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit meets him where he is and say to him, take this woman and this child. And guess what? I am going to give him a name. And he gets this, Joseph gets a name from the Holy Spirit. And this wonderful, this powerful, this magnificent, this majestic name is Jesus. His name is Jesus, the God that saves. He's not the one to testify of salvation, but he is the one that is promised to give salvation. Jesus promised to save his people. He is the promised savior, the Messiah that Isaiah talked about 700 years ago. The songwriter put it this way. I love, I love what the songwriter says. He says, there is a name that I love to hear. I love to see it. Worth. It sounds like music in my ear, the sweetest name on earth. And then I believe it got to him. He said, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. And I don't know about you this morning. Does anybody fall in love with just, just that name? Does it make you just say, oh, I love my Jesus. Well, Grace City, there is something wondrous about the name because he is our savior. He is the one that saved you and me. Not only is he the promised savior, but that name also have power. I dare you to tell somebody next to you that that name has power. It is the name that's above every name. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. That name has power. And guess what? If you confess that name, the same power that conquered the grave lives in you and lives in me. The power that got up him up from the grave is the same power that lives in you. And I don't know what you're going through this Christmas Eve but if you call his name you can have some power guess what Grace City not only does it that name is so powerful it also has a position uh-oh. Uh, he's not only is the God that has power, he's not only that God with power, but he's also, the position is, he is the God that's with us. Jesus' name means that he saves, but it also, his name is Emmanuel, the God.
God that is with us. He saves us, watch this, and he's with us. Ah, there's some people that will save you, but they're going to leave you alone. But our Jesus saves us and he stays with us. I got good news for somebody this morning who feels like you are alone. I don't know what's under the tree. I don't know what who's coming over, but I can promise you this. God will never leave you nor forsake you. He is the God, Emmanuel, the one that is with us. Ah, the people stood in expectation for the God that is with us. The wonder in his name is that God saves and God is with us. He came from heaven to earth to show the way. From the earth to the cross, my debts are paid. From the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. That's why we lift his name on high. Won't you lift them up this morning? Uh, well, how should I lift them up this morning? If you need to be saved, call his name. If you need to be healed, call his name. If you need peace this morning, call his name. If you need joy this morning, call his name. If you need hope, call his name. If you need deliverance, call his name. Why? Because there's wonder in his name. And if you don't know his name, let me tell you, his name is Jesus, the bright and morning star. He is the one, the prince of peace, the hope, the joy of our salvation. Listen, church, I want to close with this. The apostle Paul says this. This is the wonder of his name. Here it is. The apostle Paul says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he saves and died for you, you are saved. That's the power and the wonder in his name. It's my assignment to give a minute of closing. And Corey, as you were finishing there, and such joy came to my heart as you lifted up the, the wonder of his name. I, I want to address any of you online with us tonight uh, who still have doubt, who still wonder, could this possibly be true? Could this possibly change my life? And maybe you're tempted to walk away. But this is the greatest question of all, folks. How do we know whether this Christmas truth is actually true? How do we find out for ourselves whether this child with the wondrous names born so long ago can really give us a new kind of life in which both sorrow and joy are divinely deepened? A new life in which by little by little we grow our capacity to not only love our friends more, but to truly love ourselves, to love even our enemies. Imagine. And finally, maybe for you tonight, to love God. Is that possible? Is it true? And, and here's my answer. Adeste Fidelis. Come. Come. It's the only response I know that for people who want to find out whether or not this Christmas truth is true. Come, all ye faithful. Come, all ye who would like to be faithful, if only you could. Come tonight, all ye who walk in darkness and hunger for the light. Come, have hope enough. Have, have sorrow enough. Have recklessness enough. And perhaps tonight, faith enough to at least draw near enough 
to seek and see for yourselves. After all, Jesus said, ask, seek, knock. And that's what I would call, Corey, a user-friendly invitation. Adeste fidelis. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. Come to him with empty hands. Would you, would, you, would you risk that? See what happens if you come to him with empty hands. The great promise, right, is to come to him who was born at Bethlehem and find something birthed within ourselves, bolder and braver, gladder and gentler than we ever knew before or could he ever know without him. So come. Christmas once more, Grace City. And you know, uh, we have a chance to worship tonight also in our offering. Um, December is often a time of wonderful, great generosity. And we want to give you that opportunity tonight. Every good thing we have, Corey, comes from Him, comes from God. And so tonight we, we want to give us all an opportunity to worship by offering back a portion of
of the very good things that he has given to us. You'll find links on the screen uh, that you can do that quite easily. And we love you, Grace City. We appreciate you, and we are grateful for your generous giving. Hear the words of the benediction. Now unto him who's able to keep each and every one of us from falling, who presents us faultless before his throne of great joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, both majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. And all God's children say, Amen. Merry Amen. Christmas, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Grace City. We love you.